All right, all right. Good morning, Shore Christian Church. I'm so happy that you are with us this morning in the house of the Lord, the house of independence, and God has something special for you. We had an amazing series that we just finished up last Sunday on Psalm 23. I was blown away at how many people memorized Psalm 23. I am so proud of my church. Uh, people were just walking up to me on the streets saying, I got something for you, Pastor, and they just, they just quoted it for me. I was blown away. Um, I hope that that series ministered to you. Uh, I believe it did. If you weren't here, you could listen to some of them on our YouTube channel and uh, get caught up. Uh, but now we are switching gears. Who's ready for Christmas? Who gets a little anxiety around Christmas time? Like, who am I supposed to buy a present for? Who am I not? Like, like you know, what do I do? It, it's, it, it gets crazy when we take it out of context for what we're actually doing around Christmas time. That's, that's our problem. <laughs> if we kept it in contents, there'd be a lot less anxiety about what's going on during this season when we realize what we're doing. Um, so we're going to be starting a new theme. I, I just thought of it this morning. I didn't have a theme for, for this Christmas season. We were just going to do kind of individual sermons, and then it, it came to me this morning in the shower. I'm sorry to our creative team. I didn't give you guys any time to prepare for this, but I'm just going to say it because I believe that this is the, the new theme for not just the Christmas season, but I believe that this is the theme for our church going into 2019. That for 2017 and 18, we had the theme, The Best is Yet to Come, and I believe that, that God uh, spoke through that to a lot of people, and that was a big part of our church, and, and what, what I felt in my spirit this morning in the shower, it's amazing what God can speak to you in the shower, if you'll listen. Stop singing in the shower, listen to God in the shower, it would help us for somebody in here. Wise, just poke your husband, that was for you, honey, stop singing. Um, but this is, this is what the Lord spoke to me. The theme for our church this Christmas going into 2019 is make room for more. Make room for more. That is a word from the Lord for this church, and that is a word from the Lord to you. Make room for more. Get ready, get ready, get ready. There is more coming your way, but before it does, you got to make room for God to move. If you don't allow room for God to move, he won't do anything, and that's where faith comes in. Faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen, and sometimes you have to see it in your spirit before you can see it on the outside, and you have to make room for God to move. 2 Kings chapter 6, verse 1 through 3, here it is. This is the scripture, the whole context for this, this theme. The company of prophets, the, the people that were, were hearing from uh, their pastor, Elisha, uh, he was their pastor, their prophet, their man of God, and uh, they, they were having church with him for, for a little while, and, and this is what they said to Elisha, verse one. Look, the place where we are meeting with you is too small for us. I love it when the people start noticing things and they don't wait on the pastor to start noticing things, but the people actually get an understanding that they're anointed too, they're chosen too, they're called too, and God can use them in the same way that God can use the pastor. So sometimes it takes the people to make an observation that this place is too small for us, Elisha. Let us go to the Jordan where each of us can get a pole and a beam and, and some wood and some screws and some nails and some hammers and some axes and, and let us build a place there for us all to meet. And then Elisha said, go, go, go at it. 
Kind of the same way when Jesus went up to heaven and he said, go ye and make disciples of all the nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. And the, the same way, go. God is saying to us, go. God is saying to this church, go. And then one of them said, but will you please come with us? And he said, yes, I will. Kind of in the same way when Jesus said in Matthew 28, and lo, I am with you always. He's with us in this. Um, what we're going to be doing today is something that we started last year. The first Sunday of December every year is our Vision Sunday, where we are going to be celebrating all the things that God has done for us this year, casting vision now for the future of what God is going to do through our church. And we started this last year. This is my second uh, full year pastoring the church I went out to dinner with a, a friend of ours. His name is Thomas Bruno. He uh, was the, the fireman that spoke, and he had a big birthday, and his, uh, his daughter was there, and uh, she, she inter- or he introduced me to her, and her response was, that's your pastor? He looks like he's five. <laughs> and so I, I thought if I grew a beard, that would help. That hasn't helped at all. I still look like I'm five just with some weird hair on my face. Uh, but yes, I have, I've been the, the pastor for, for uh, uh, two years now. This is the second full year. Uh, we've seen God move in, in incredible ways um, here at the House of Independence. And uh, I, I always love to, to share with you what is going on, what's been happening, what is the mission, what is the vision of our church. And, and the mission, as, as we quoted, um, always has a, a, a where, go into all the world. It always has a, a who to everyone. It always has a what, the gospel of Jesus Christ. But notice it never says how, because it's different with every generation. Because our job is just to get the word out, preach the word. You could preach that word in a suit, or you could preach that word in ripped jeans. You could preach that word if you're young. You could preach that word if you're old. You could preach that word in a beautiful building with stained glass windows, or you could preach that word in a nightclub here in Asbury Park. But the bottom line to the mission that Jesus Christ called his church to do was to preach the good news, preach the gospel. And that's what we we do at this church. This is um, where I'm planted until the day that I die. I plan on, by the grace of God, pastoring this church until the day that that I, I, I go up to heaven. And so you don't have to worry about your pastor getting transferred out of here. You don't have to worry about your pastor leaving here. You know where to find me every single Sunday morning, holding the microphone, preaching God's word. Somebody said to me one time, Pastor, I can't get a hold of you. Well, you could get a hold of me every single Sunday morning at 9.30 or 11 o'clock. I'll be on stage, microphone in hand, preaching God's word because this is where he has planted us. And it's important to understand what is the, the mission of our church. Our mission, we, we put it right here. It's real simple. We like to keep it simple because we know that you guys aren't really that smart and neither am I, so we keep it simple for you. And this is what we do, to bring those that are far from God into a relationship with Christ Jesus. And let me tell you, I used to think that the people that were far from God were the people that were, were, were maybe on the streets or people that were homeless or people that were, were addicted. But I realized being a pastor for two years, man, even the, the, the rich people, they got more issues than anybody else. I've, I've realized that even if you have material, you are still far from God in a, lot of, in a lot of cases. And I have seen God move in a powerful way to reach an entire demographic of people the last two years. What is our vision? To see you find purpose, ignite your passion, and unleash 
your potential. Uh, I didn't pick that picture. Uh, Our team did. And I had my hair sticking up in the back. Uh, When they showed me that picture, I said, you got to edit that thing out. So so they gave me a nice fresh haircut up there. Our uh, creative team edited it out for me. If that's our mission, then what what are our our values? What are the values here at Shore Christian Church? And this this is what our core values are. Number one, we are anchored to Jesus Christ, the only hope for your soul. The hope for your security, the hope for your soul, the hope for your happiness, the hope for your joy, the hope for your peace is only coming from one source, and that is through Christ Jesus. He is the rock. He is the unmovable anchor for you in every storm, and and that is the anchor of our values. Never stop growing. We don't maintain. We multiply. Are you multiplying, or are you stagnant? Turn to the person next and say, are you growing? You could take that different ways. But we want to, we want to get fat at Shore Christian Church, faithful, available, and teachable. And, and, and we, we are covered by love. We, we want this community, we want every single person who comes into this church to know that they are loved and they are welcomed and they are accepted and that they can find a place to belong. Whatever color your hair is, no matter what you look like, no matter how you dress, this is a church for you. One of our volunteers went to a meeting uh, in, in uh, one of the, the local communities here in Asbury. It's a community leaders meeting. And uh, they didn't know that, that this person, this woman, was from our church. And they were, they were sharing about our church at this meeting. It was very interesting. And uh, we have people everywhere, so be careful what you say. And, and so they, they were sharing about some of the great things that we were doing at this church and our Dream Center is doing. And then somebody spoke up and said, the only reason why that church is growing is because they'll take anybody. Actually said that. I said, praise be to God. Yeah, that's right. You know, like we, we will take anybody at this church, kind of like what Jesus said, come all unto me who are weary and brokenhearted and burdened, and I will give you rest. We are the church of Jesus Christ where come all who are weary. That's the only thing that qualifies you to you know, be able to come into our church is you have issues. So we, 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 got a, we, we got a possible demographic of 100% of all of New Jersey. So if that's our mission, to see those far from God come to a relationship with Christ Jesus, and, and a lot of you, you have been investing your time, your talent, and your treasure into Shore Christian Church. You, you have been tirelessly serving, tirelessly giving, and, and if I were you, all right, if I were you, I'm not you, but if I was you, I would want to know, how is my investment doing? Right? Right? You want to know, is, it, is this good soil? Like, like are, are, is this is, is just not producing any fruit? Is this fulfilling the mission of this church that, that this mission is, you know, called to do? It, like, how is my investment doing? And so that, that's what I want to do. Just, just the next 15 minutes, I just want to share with you guys so you could see how your time, talent, and treasure is doing at Shore Christian Church. If this is your first time here, you picked an amazing service to be here because you get to see the big picture of everything that God has done at this church in 2018. And uh, this is uh, really cool. We'll we'll put the the first thing, this is kind of a a graph of our attendance here. this is our attendance. Uh, the, the, the purple one is where we were at last year, 2017. 
And uh, that's where our attendance was average for each month. Um, one is January for all you, you know, really smart people out there. Two is February. Three, you know, you can figure that one out, right? Uh, we didn't have room to put the names of all the months. We just did numbers. And, and, and isn't that amazing? Isn't, isn't that incredible? Give, give the Lord a hand clap right there to, to see how the move to two services was, was a big jump. And then I saw Broadway at the shore in September brought in about another 40, 45 people average on a Sunday. Last Sunday, we had uh, 302 people here this past Sunday. Last week, uh, incredible to see how God is growing us. When you make room for God to move, because that's God's word over us and over you. And, and, and God wants prosperity to come. God wants you to spread. God wants you to grow. And, and a lot of times in those moments, that's when the, 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 the spirit of lack will come on us. Like it's scary out there, isn't it? In the unknown. It, it's scary when you step out in faith, believing that God, you heard from God, but really unsure. No one is ever 100% sure. <laughs> that's where faith comes in. I remember last year, um, it was about March of 2017, and we, we began to see an increase, and, and we were, we were uh, really filling up the, the one service that we were having at 10 a.m., and I knew that we had to go to two services, knew it, knew it in my spirit, and I went and I, I talked to our staff about it, and um, you know, kind of got some pushback because we, maybe we weren't ready, we didn't have a, a good enough foundation in place at that point. And so I understood that, so we waited a little bit, uh, waited, waited, and then finally we felt that we had the right foundation in place, that uh, we, we had the, the right pieces together, and we were getting ready to go to two services in October of 2017. And we were excited, I was excited, because I knew that, that God was going to add people, because when you make room for him to move, he will move. And we went from this huge high to this huge low. Because that same week, we, we got an email um, from the people that we rent this space from, and uh, they were going to more than double our rent uh, at the House of Independence, uh, going from, we were paying at one point $3,200 a month, uh, just to have one service, we were going to be jumping up to 6500 a month. And to have two services, it was going to jump up to uh, about 7500 a month. And I, I was like panicked. <laughs> You know, like, like, God, like, really? Like, maybe I missed that one. And, and I was called my, my friends, the elders, to pray together, figure out what was next. And, and I remember the next Sunday, I came in here, and, and I kind of had to suck it up. You ever have to suck it up before? When you come to church, and you're really hurting, and you're broken, but you, you know you can't. Sometimes, I, I'm very honest with you, but still, sometimes I got to suck it up. Because there's a greater calling, there's a greater cause, and sometimes your bad attitude doesn't belong in the house of God. You need to check that at the door, because it's not about you, it's about the mission. Amen. And I remember I sucked it up that week, preached the word that God gave me, and, and God moved, and we had an incredible response. People were, were so touched by the word. And I remember being at the door, kind of greeting people as they were leaving, just thanking me, telling me just how much this church meant to them and, and how they found this church, eating at Tallulah's, and, and, and how important it was to have a church right here on Cookman Avenue. And, and it, it just like clicked with me that, you know what? God's going to provide. God's going to do this. And I remember one year ago today, I got here and I talked to you guys about this. I told you exactly what was happening. 
exactly what we needed. We needed about $50,000 to go into the next year to be able to add that second service. And, and I spoke it out in faith, and the response was unbelievable. We raised $53,000 last December, not from, from wealthy people, but from everybody, from, from teenagers to, to seniors to old members, new members. Uh, there was one guy uh, from the rescue mission, gave $100 said, this is all I have, but this church has done more for me than anything else in my life, and I want to show God that I appreciate it. And, and it, it, it just blew me away. And I want to say to somebody that, that, yes, there is a spirit of lack that will try and come on your life when God speaks a word over you. But every time the spirit of lack comes, there's a spirit from the living God that will come and say, if I called you to do it, if I spoke it, I will provide for it. And if you step out in faith, I'll do it for you. Don't back up now because God says, I want you to have good success. And so that's what we did. And, and I want this is a, probably my favorite um, graphic right here. Um, we'll go to the next one. This is how many people since we came to the House of Independence have made a commitment to Christ at this church. 268 salvations and rededications to God here at the House of Independence. This bar nightclub has saved the lives of 268 people. Praise God. Put, put your hands together for what God is doing here. And this, this year, we've, we baptized 37 people. Since coming to the House of Independence, we've baptized 108 people here at Shore Christian Church. That is awesome. That's something to get excited about. That's something that you could be able to say, man, my investment is going in good grounds because there's a harvest being produced here in Asbury Park. But there's room for more. Never stop growing. We don't maintain we. That's right. That's right. And it wouldn't, we, every single salvation, every single baptism, go to the next slide, is because of our life changers. Our life changers serving every single Sunday morning, 8 a.m., getting here. It's crazy. Sorry. I'm getting like choked up because you guys are amazing. What you do, every single salvation you are a part of, you are a life changer, whether you're on the setup team, greeting team, out back with the kids over there, changing the lives of children, usher, whatever, you are a life changer. Every single testimony that you hear at this church isn't because I preached a good sermon, it's because they got a good hug, they got a good smile, they had someone that was willing to pray with them at the altar. You are a life changer, and we have 133 of them at this church every single Sunday morning serving the Lord. And you know what? God, God has room for more. We need more. You want to be a life changer? Go on our app, Sunday Surf, sign up. God wants to use you to change lives. 141 first-time guests this year. Next slide. I don't even remember what the next slide is. What is it? Our life groups. This is awesome. Last year, I, I, I said, we got we to change this. We only got four life groups meeting during the week with 43 people. I said, that is not enough because that is where growth happens. That is where connection happens. That is where the, the real move of God happens. It's not just on Sunday morning, but it's at homes. It's connecting in coffee houses. And we went last year from having four life groups 
to now having 10 life groups with 124 people meeting every single week in a life group. That is amazing. We more than doubled the people that are connecting during the week. And that's why people keep coming back is because of connection. And, and that's just kind of a map of where they are all across Monmouth and Ocean County. And, and I got good news. We got three more coming in January. If you go to the next slide, we have a, a, a women's group that's going to be starting uh, in January, every Wednesday night, 6 p.m. We have our foundation youth group that's going to be starting in, in February. No, not February. What does that say? January, that's right. Sooner the better. And we also have a new group that's going to be starting in Asbury Park. We're going to be taking that number to 13 life groups meeting every single week. Uh, go to the, the, the next slide. What is it? So this year, uh, we made one of our, our first um, kind of full-time hires of somebody. And it was this young lady who came into this church because she ate at Tallulah's, came here with her husband, Derek, and came here with such a, a humble heart to serve. And she immediately just started, how can I help? How can I serve? And she renovated our website. She did so much for our media ministry. And in April of this year, we were able to, to hire uh, Katie Bauman as our creative director at this church. And she has done so much to get the word out. I mean, look, look how many people are, are listening online, how many minutes of God's word people are listening to. I got an email from someone who lived in California and started listening to our sermons. And before he ever moved over to New Jersey, decided to become a member of our church. I don't know if that's possible, but he did it. He's like, I've been listening to you every single Sunday morning, and I can't wait to get to New Jersey to join your church. We had, we had one, one uh, woman came to us. Uh, she's been coming now for the last four weeks. Before she came, she was listening to two sermons a day. Couldn't get enough of it. And that's because of, of our creative team able to put these sermons together excellently. Uh, the videotape quality has gone up, and uh, the word is getting out. Do I hear an amen? Uh, next, next slide. Um, that's just some other social media stuff. We'll go to the next slide. What's next? Jersey Shore Dream Center. How many of you know the Jersey Shore Dream Center is the outreach branch of Shore Christian Church? That's how Shore Christian Church does outreach. And every single week, this church is touching the lives of thousands of people through the Jersey Shore Dream Center, through our volunteers, through, through our workers, through you, through our donors. This year, the Dream Center gave away 35,000 diapers to mothers. This is amazing. A mother who, who just gave birth to a child at Jersey Shore Hospital, we have a partnership with them that if any mother that gives birth is in need of diapers, they send them immediately to the Jersey Shore Dream Center. From that moment, they're able to, to have that, that feeling of security, knowing that they have a place where they could get free diapers at, and also a place where people are going to pray and love them and help them through the process of, of having a child. It can be traumatic ladies, right? It's a little crazy after you have that baby, right? And, and our Dream Center is right there every step of the way for them. One thing that's not up there this year, we have a, a men's transitional home for men that graduate from the Jersey Shore Rescue Mission. We have a transitional home that they could live in at, at basic, for basically nothing and be able to get their lives back on track. And we have seen incredible fruit from that home this year. And the Dream Center is awesome. And if you're not a part of it, you should be. Before we go to the next slide, for those of you who, who are a little bit new here, um, in January of last year, it was actually January 1st, at 12.01, it 
a.m. First minute, I kid you not, of 2018, we had a fire break out at our offices uh, right over here on Corley's Avenue. I had just preached a sermon <laughs> uh, leading our church into the new year, preaching about, you know, make room for God. God is awesome. God is great. Fires are not great. <laughs> and I, I get a call as I'm leaving the, 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 the sermon that I preached that our offices are on fire. And that's how we started this year. But it's not how you start, it's how you finish. And, and a lot of times the Bible says that, that the fire will reveal what is really in you. I'm not talking about a physical fire. I'm talking about a spiritual fire. That, that a lot of times when what, what is in you is real, it will prove through the fire. And when, when we had this, this fire, we had no offices at that point. Um, the, the church offices were, were all meeting at my house. Imagine that. That was hectic. Every single day at, at our house, we had nowhere to go. And there was um, a, a dear friend of church that, that we had had a relationship with for a long time, uh, the Tabernacle of Glory, Tabernacle of Glory in the house. And, and we had just a, a real spiritual connection with this church. And when this happened, we had already kind of talking about, you know, there's more. God has this connection. It's a lot deeper than just what we're doing right now. And, and kind of, we, we, we were patient. We trusted God through the process. And, and through that, uh, we all heard from the Lord that this was a God thing for, for them to join our church and be a part of our church and, and pr- give us the building that they were using, the Shore Center. And their pastor, Pastor Joseph, uh, was a, a second hire that we hired on staff this year as our executive administrator. And he has brought so much order to this church. He is such an incredible man of God, man of humility, a great source, a mentor for me. And this act of just selfishness saying, you know what, we're going to put away what, what we want and go forward for what God has for us. And I know that that wasn't easy, but it was a God thing. And God will honor you for it, and he already has. And, and we moved into the Shore Center, is what we call it now, uh, in, in March of 2000 this year. And these are some of the things that we do at the Shore Center. We have monthly worship nights. The Jersey Shore Dream Center operates its ministries out of there. Church offices, small group meetings, uh, our baptism services, uh, everything that we operate, we operate out of the Shore Center during the week. It's where our youth group is going to be meeting. And it wouldn't have happened without Pastor Joseph and, and Pastor Amelia. We love you. You are part of our family. And we cannot wait to see what God has for us next. Um, One thing that, just hold it right here on this slide. I'm pretty sure that this slide is next. Um, last year was the first year that we began um, an annual report. And we, we gave it out. We give it out in, in January each year. And it shows all of the impact that our church has made this past year, including uh, the finances, because you, you want to see how your, your, your investment is doing. Um, and, and you can see, I, I think by just by looking at this, it, it's doing pretty good. Your time, talent, and treasure is being used to change lives, to fulfill the mission, to fulfill the Great Commission. And, and we felt for the first time, um, you know, that since now that I'm pastor, I want to do things a little bit different, uh, to be transparent about the finances of the church. 
and, and so in the annual report each year, you'll, you'll see a description of the amount of money that came in, uh, where it's going, um, how much is in our bank account. But I thought uh, right now I'd just give you a little snapshot uh, of where we're at this year so far uh, through November. And if, if you could go here, uh, this, is, this is kind of a pie chart of where every dollar goes. And this was the first year we began hiring some people, so our, our personnel uh, went up a little bit. Uh, our, our facilities went up a little bit with the House of Independence raising our rent. Um, but we were still able to, to, to raise more money. Right now we have about $100,000 cash in the bank towards a building fund, towards what God has for us in the future. And, and I believe that going into January that that number is going to be significantly more because that's where you come in to it. Because there's no greater investment than the kingdom of God. You will never lose a dime when you invest in the kingdom of God. When you invest in toys, and that includes your cars, you crazy car lovers. Man, you should see where that junk goes. But when you invest in people, when you invest in that mission right there, man, that investment never goes down. Because you can't take anything when you go to heaven except the lives that you impacted for the Lord. So what kind of investment are you making in the kingdom of God? And I want to kind of shift gears and I want to read this scripture one more time to you. Uh, it's the scripture from Kings chapter 6. And it says, oh, thank you, Gina. The prophet said to Elisha, look, the place where we are meeting with you is too small for us. Let us go to the Jordan where each of us can get a pole and a beam and let us build a place there for us to meet. What I love about that is everybody took something. Everybody did something. And that's the beauty about the kingdom of God is it's not a one-man show. It's not a front-row show. It's an everybody show. And right now, going into next year, we need our own building because we, we are going to outgrow this two services. We were already at 300 last week. I mean, going into next year, we don't have room for God to move. I mean, we maybe have room for God to move by, by adding maybe 50 more people. That is not exciting to me. I feel like God wants us to reach more than 50 people in 2019. Like, literally, that depresses me to even think about that we are limiting what God can do through us and through this church by only allowing us to reach 50 more people. I'm just going to say it, and this might offend you. That sucks. Because we're limiting God. We're saying, God, you can move this high, but no further in 2019. God, that bothers me. Because God says, make room for more. When you make room for more, I'll give you more. But if you don't make room for more, then, you know, you'll just maintain, but you won't multiply. And God, that's a word for you too is you need to always make room for more. You gotta make room for God to move. 
And you don't make room for God to move by sitting on what he has already given you. And what I love about this passage is everyone brought a beam. Everybody brought a pole. And when we build this church, talking about the physical church, because we need a place to meet. Yeah, I know. The building isn't the church. I get that. The people are the church. We can meet everywhere. But you know what? We need a church that will attract people into the kingdom of God, a place where they can park, a place where they have spacious rooms to drop off their children so that the parents can come in here and receive God's word. We need to make room for more at Shore Christian Church because God wants to do more. Everybody's got to bring something. Some of you, you bring screws. Some of you, you bring nails. Some of you, you bring concrete. Some of you, you bring toilets. You bring carpet. You bring lights. You bring a sound system. You bring some, but bring something. Some 50, some 500, some 50,000, some 1,000, some 5,000, some 20. But you bring something because we're going to build this church together. It has to be together. And don't think that you don't have something to give the king. You could do something. Where's my wife? Is she here? Not here, baby. We're, we're, we're kind of in the process of deciding what, what to give God at the end of this year. You know, we give so much, so many places. But what do you give the mission? What are you giving to God this year? Is this pastor talking about money? Darn right I am. And if that offends you, I'm sorry. Actually, you know what? I'm not sorry. Because that's on you. You got issues. You're too sensitive. <laughs> You're oversensitivity is the reason you're so inactive. And so I want to read this scripture with you as, as we close. It's from the book of Luke. And it says, One day as Jesus was standing by the lake of Galilee, the people were crowding around him, listening to the word of God. we got to get the word out, church. Jesus was trying to get the word out. He was the word, trying to get the word out. And it says, he saw by the water's edge two boats left there by the fishermen who were washing their nets. Why were they washing their nets? Because they just fished all night and they failed at fishing all night. But sometimes God's greatest miracles come at the end of your greatest failures. And Peter had fished all night and he was ready to throw in the nets, throw in the towels. But God was about to bring him his greatest miracle. And, and it says that Jesus, I'll read it from up here. He got into one of the boats, the one belonging to Peter. Why did he get, <laughs> that's weird, isn't it? What if somebody just got in our car after church? That would be weird. Try that. <laughs> no, no, really, really tr go try that. And, and, and sit in somebody's car and say, oh, I'm a member of Shore Christian Church too. It's cool. It will not go well for you. But, but Jesus just randomly, why did he get into Peter's boat? Why? Some people think that, that the reason he, he went into Peter's boat is because he knew that Peter was, was bold, that Peter could be a good preacher one day. But Peter had so many issues. 
Peter had a bad mouth. He, he was violent. He cut a man's ear off. That's psychotic. If anyone cut a man's ear off in our church, I would never allow them back, okay? Just saying. I, I mean, Peter had so many. Why, why did Jesus pick Peter? I believe the reason that Jesus picked Peter was because Peter had a boat. <laughs> and Jesus needed his boat to get the word out. And, and so Jesus steps into his boat to get the word out. But the other part of the story that, that's kind of funny is, is Jesus doesn't need a boat to go in the water. <laughs> right? Because he could walk on water, right? He could walk. So, so but why does Jesus get in the boat that he doesn't really even need? Because he chooses to use us. He chooses empty, available vessels to build through. He does not need your boat, but you need to invite Jesus on your boat because he knows the best places to fish. That was good. You don't have to do anything because of obligation, but do it because of opportunity. You have an opportunity to allow God to use you to build his kingdom. And the greatest part about it is you get more blessed than anybody else out of it. Because Peter, he, he went out with Jesus and fished all night, and then he, he put his, his net down, and, and he took in the greatest catch of fish that he's ever had in his entire life, pulled it on in, and, and Jesus said to him, follow me, and I will make you fishers of men. And Peter, it says he left everything. He left the fish for the favor. He left the fish for the adventure of following Jesus. And so this Christmas, this season, I want you, we're not going to be uh, receiving that offering today. We want you to pray about it. We want you to pray about what you're going to give to Shore Christian Church's building. And what this building is going to look like is going to be 10,000 square feet. It's going to have an auditorium that is going to seat between 300 and 350 people. Somebody says, why don't you want to build it bigger? Because I want to fill it up five times a weekend. Because I feel like people need options. I, I feel like sometimes, uh, you know, a Saturday night service would be nice for some people. A, a Sunday morning or a, a service later on on Sunday would be important for people. I want to fill it up five times. I want to be able to have between 1,500 and 2,000 square feet for a lobby, for a vestibule, so after service people can greet, talk, meet each other, hang out with each other. Uh, I want to be able to have uh, at least three uh, spacious classrooms for kids so when parents come in here they could drop their kids off in an environment uh, um, that, that is, is more conducive for their kids to grow and learn than what we have right now at the House of Independence. Uh, BT Dub, huge shout out to everyone who volunteers in our children's ministry because they are literally making lemons, <laughs> lemonade with lemons and, and our kids are, are learning and growing in spite of what we have right now, but there is more. There is more. Think about that. You're investing in the next generation. I mean, think about how much that would mean to you to be able to have a building that you know you were a part of building and see that filled up 
service after service after service to be able to say, God, use me to build that. Man, what a legacy that's gonna be. That when you are dead and gone, that that investment is gonna continue to grow and grow and grow in any economy. The Holy Spirit isn't subject to our economy. It just keeps going up from faith to faith and glory to glory. So this is what the Lord put on my heart. We were able to raise last year $50,000. What I believe we should be able to raise at least this December is $75,000 for our Vision 2020 building campaign this month. And so if, if, if our rushers could come forward, we have uh, envelopes for, for everybody. It, it says on it, uh, Vision Sunday. And we're going to be receiving this offering on December the 16th. If you need more time to make that decision, uh, you, could, you could drop it off uh, any Sunday in December. Um, the, the Christmas Sunday, which is going to be on the 23rd for us, is when we're going to have our Christmas services. And then going into next year, This is the challenge that I want to make to 100 people. 100 people. 100 people next year to commit to $100 per month towards this campaign. And just let me let me say if if right now you're you're somebody who's already giving $100 a month, don't just say now, oh, now that's going to go towards the building campaign. Because then 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 nothing changes. Now this is a stretch. This is, this is more. And so I believe that God can call 100 people to give an extra $100 a month towards this building fund campaign. And on top of that, our, our, uh, our new CFO, Rick Hankins, uh, is going to be cutting $30,000 out of our budget for 2019. So we're not just going to be increasing, but we're going to be de- decreasing our expenses. We're not going to be advertising as much. It's going to be on you to get the word out. Word of mouth is the best way to get the word out. Do I hear an amen? amen. So we're going to be cutting some things that we do at this church, but that's going to be you know, on you. You've got to get the word out if we're not doing billboards or anything, Facebook ads. But you know what? We're going to see this fulfilled. And I believe that, man, who knows? There could be someone in here right now, and you could build this building yourself. I could do it that way. I, I think he prefers to use everybody. I, I think he prefers to, to use the $50, the $100, the $1,000, the $5,000. He, he likes to use it all. Because we are inviting Jesus on our boat because we need him on our boat. This isn't for him. This is for us. We need to be a part of this. So you, we're not, we're not manipulating anybody emotionally. This is for you to pray with, with your family. Husbands and wives, be on the same page with this one, <laughs> okay? Don't, don't do something without telling your spouse, all right? Do I hear an amen? Okay, be, be together in this. We're gonna be together in this. Uh, let's just pray right now. Father, we thank you so much for this year that you have done miracles in our church through. And God, we believe that there is more, Father. And I pray, Lord, that every single person in here, Lord God, will hear from you on this. What am I supposed to bring? 
Am I supposed to bring the toilets? Am I supposed to bring the sound equipment? Am I supposed to bring the nails, the screws? Where, what am I supposed to bring? Because we're going to build this together. This place is too small for us. You are calling us deeper. You are calling us bigger. Father, I pray that you will multiply every seed that is sown, Lord God. That we are going to see such a great harvest that that 289 souls is going to be, you know, like a drop in the bucket for what you have for us in the future. That we are going to see thousands, thousands of people saved through this ministry. That we're going to see thousands baptized. That this church is going to be a statement for the kingdom of God. That there is still a bright light shining in the Jersey Shore. That this church can be a beacon of hope for so many, Lord. I pray, Lord, that we will not let that, that voice, that spirit of lack come to us. Saying, no, they, 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 they don't need your money. It's just, it's just manipulation. Someone else will do it. And the devil is a liar. You listen to the voice of the Lord saying to you, how much have I done for you? How much have I blessed you with? It's because of me that you're here. And I want you to give me back some of what is already mine so that I could do more, so that I could reach more. Father, I pray that we'll be able to celebrate in January that we hit this goal and beyond and show us exactly where that building is, Lord God that 10,000 square foot building with 100 parking spots. Do I hear an amen? And we're not going to charge you to park either. We thank you for that. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Give the Lord a big hand clap. I hope that sermon really blessed and encouraged you. And if it did and you want to support our ministry so we can help these sermons get out to more people, please go to the giving link in the description button below this video and give financially. Also, if you want to hear more of these sermons, please subscribe to our YouTube channel so you get instant updates when we upload new sermons and testimonies. God bless.